1: Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm the Director of Recruiting with VIP. I'm also the uh, CEO of Success North Dallas and your all-around hiring guru. And you know, it is my absolute delight to bring top-notch experts and motivational speakers to you each week. But today is a very special episode because today, as you will soon see, we are celebrating our 200th episode. I did not think that we would get here, um, but here we are today. And I am so excited because one of our guests today is a guest that I have been chasing for probably about a year and a half to get him on the show. So I thought it was absolutely perfect that he agreed to come on our 200th episode. So I'd like to introduce today on the show, Dr. Fab Mancini. Best selling author, president emeritus of Parker University, and America's number one leading health expert and lifestyle coach. He hosts the popular radio show Self Healing with Dr. Fab and has been a featured guest on The Dr. Phil Show and The Doctors. Dr. Fab leads and transforms organizations and individuals in wellness, integrative healthcare, and education. He focuses on executive leadership, business consulting, and wellness consulting, and so much more. And, you know, I really welcome to the show, Dr. Fab.
0: Thank you so much. It's so amazing. And congratulations, 200 show. I feel so honored to be with you.
1: I, you know, I am very honored to be here as well. You know, and I don't know if you know the backstory on We Are VIP, but this is actually our company podcast for VIP. And the way it started was, you know, I had this idea over 200, 200 episodes ago and I brought it to our partners and I was like, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'd like to do this, you know, and, but I wanted to let you know that I'm going to do something like this. And it wasn't originally going to be the company podcast, but I know I'm an extension of you, right? And they're like, that's a great idea. You can you you do it for the company and we'll pay for it. And I'm like, okay, you know, (laughs) and so here we are 200 episodes later.
0: Wow. Especially when podcasts have become such a wonderful way to be able to share information with so many people that have uh, been accustomed to listening to podcasts instead of maybe another medium.
1: Absolutely. You know, and what is so cool is that when I meet people like you and I know you have a voice and I know you you go on, you know, top rated TV shows. And so thank you for coming on ours. But when I meet people, I so want to share what they have to share with the world. And this is such a great platform to do that.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I find that shows like this, uh, the value is the fact that you're bringing people something to think about, maybe an awareness that they're not currently thinking. A lot of times, you know, whether you are an employee mm-hmm. that is looking for the perfect job or struggling with a current job, or whether you're an employer that is looking to fulfill the need or maybe even trying to figure out how to be more efficient with your employee force, this show gives the answers, gives the solutions that people don't have to be wondering anymore because you're bringing experts that are giving you their years of experience so that way they can benefit.
1: You know what? It's just kind of like having a mentor. It collapses the timeline to success. That's the whole purpose, right? Okay. so before we get too (laughs) deep into this, tell us who you are. Tell everyone why I'm so excited you're here.
0: Well, it's interesting because my journey started at 16 years old and I came close to dying. And then that's when I had my dream that I wanted to be a doctor. And I think sometimes when we are forced to recognize that we may not be here, uh, that's when we accelerate the process of saying we can't afford to waste time. Mm. And that's when I adopted the philosophy, live every day like if it's your last day. And that's the key to fulfilling any potential in any human being. And then I chose to become a doctor of chiropractic instead of a medical doctor because I was introduced to prevention. And I realized that 80% or so of our healthcare problems, not only in America, but around the world are preventable. They're lifestyle choices. We're not eating what we're supposed to. We're not moving our bodies that we're supposed to. We're not sleeping enough. We are in toxic relationships. We tend to be more negative thinking than positive thinking. All those things that we can control but we don't. And then all of a sudden, I became a chiropractor. I became an acupuncturist and energy medicine expert. And I started being a voice for that space for 35 years in contributing so people can understand that these are practical things that we can all do every single day, but that the payoff is not only to feel good, but to actually look good and live longer.
1: And I think that's so amazing, and you're so speaking my language. I know we were talking a little bit before we came on camera, and we're like, we just need to roll because (laughs) there's so much good stuff going back and forth here. And I love, because I just watched a um, podcast that you did just today with David Wong. Is that correct? And what's the name? It's the Chi effect. Is that right?
0: Yeah, it's a Chi life. Chi life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm totally checking him out. And for those of you that are curious about that, Chi is spelled XI. Yeah. So right. um, but it was so interesting because you were talking about the frequencies and you know I, I just spoke to a corporate group yesterday about our energy and how you can measure it. Right. You know, and it's in the greatest field that we emit is from the heart.
0: Well frequencies have been around for a long time and we use it in healthcare quite a bit, but we don't use it enough in healing. Mm-hmm. And like for instance, every pharmaceutical, every drug that you make has a frequency. The challenge is with chemistry, in my opinion, is the fact that it has side effects because the body has to break down and it has chemicals that a lot of times can be harmful to the body. So even though a drug can be very beneficial in managing a symptom, it can actually be very detrimental to a particular cell or organ. So to me, I dedicated my last 35 years in promoting holistic healing and natural health and letting people know that there are many ways that they can actually facilitate healing without introducing anything harmful to the body, or maybe consider a surgery that could have potential side effects, including death. So that's where I really love to invite people to understand and frequencies. It's just a wonderful way to allow the body to heal without the side effects necessarily of a medication.
1: I, I truly love that. And, you know, I, I don't think as a society, we know enough about frequencies and a lot of people, what do you say to those people that look at you and go, Oh, that's woo woo.
0: Well, frequency, uh, the best way that I can, the analogy that I can give you is think of it as a radio in which remember the old radios that we used to change the, I do. the tune and, <laughs> but even if for the younger people that are watching us right yeah. now, you're changing the station. When you're changing the station, you're picking up on a different frequency. That's why you know, most radio stations tell you what their frequency is so you can tune into it. Well, the body is the same way. Every organ has a different frequency. Every disease known to man has a frequency. So if you can pick up on that frequency, why not introduce to the body a frequency that will cancel that one, that will allow your body to naturally heal without ever introducing anything physical to the body. That is it's fascinating. It,
1: it's so fascinating. And it works. And I, I, I almost wish I'd gone to some med school or something <laughs> so that I would know more about this. But you also mentioned, and I didn't know this, it, you, you do acupuncture. Yeah. And that's frequency related, is right. it not?
0: Well, the acupuncture premise is based on over 5,000 years that the body has energy running through it. And you have 12 meridians, so let's call it chal- uh, channels, called the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. And those 12 meridians, flow energy and when you have too much energy or too little energy in that meridian then the body can tend to get sick Mm -hmm. so the acupuncture's job is very simple is to put or insert a little needle or do electrical stimulation which is just as effective to balance that meridian so it's not having too much energy or too little energy so there were therefore the body can be in a state of balance and can actually heal whatever is going through
1: So I watched an interesting video today that I want to get your opinion on. And it's, again, on energy, but it was talking about the energy of clothes, like linen versus wool and how certain fabrics can cancel the energy of the other for a net zero. What are your thoughts on that? Well,
0: it's interesting, and I'm not as well-versed as I am with the body uh, to clothes. But all I can tell you is most people, when they wear a piece of clothing, they feel different. Like we know that satin and silk feels graceful. You know, we know that certain materials can feel rough and can feel not so great to the skin. So I can see where potentially maybe the frequency of clothing can have an impact into the way that you feel.
1: That was just such a... I think Facebook is listening to me right now because I got your energy thing and then everything was just like energy, energy, energy information, you know? Yes. Um, But I wanna go back to the acupuncture for just a second because a lot of the people, you know, we're a recruiting agency and we deal with a lot of people that are looking for jobs and sometimes they've been looking for a job for a long time and that can lead to, you know, desperation, depression. Would you recommend acupuncture to someone that is feeling that those types of like desperation and depression, would that help?
0: So, yes. And the answer that I usually give people is understand that when you're going through a frustrating time, therefore not finding a job or not finding the ideal job, your mindset is very critical. So when you start studying the mindset, you look for what is it that can impact my mindset? So for instance, prayer and meditation, and I wrote about that in my book. Prayer and meditation has so much science that can help you calm the mindset to be more positive, to be more proactive, to not give up, to not get frustrated, to not get depressed and anxious. During the pandemic, we saw that the statistics on depression and anxiety skyrocketed for many reasons. So acupuncture, the beautiful thing is that when you balance those meridians, the body is more able to respond to the stressors of life. So therefore, it just recharges you. So just when you feel like you are run out of steam, like you got no more to give and you can't get one more rejection, otherwise you're gonna go into deep depression, the body gets full again and you can go again and do another day of sending another 100 resumes that day or another three interviews that you're gonna go to or another, recognition that there is a job out there and you're going to be positive no matter what the circumstances may be. And that mindset is the mindset that would attract that opportunity for you.
1: And like energies attract like energies, too. Of course. Right?
0: Yeah. but, But remember that whatever we focus on, we attract. So the law of attraction is very beautiful because the secret made it very clear for us that whatever we are, we're attracting in our lives. But whatever we focus on, what we're attracting. So if we're focusing on the fact that there's not enough jobs out there, right? Or that nobody really is looking for somebody like me and my profile, you know, all the things that our internal dialogue sometimes can give us when we're down, right? Uh, Unfortunately, we tend to attract that more into our lives. So think of it as amplifying whatever your thoughts are. So that's why when Napoleon uh, uh, Hill wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich, He was trying to share with people that after interviewing some of the wealthiest people in the world, the one thing, the common denominator is that they all thought positive thoughts. They all Mm -hmm. thought productivity, contribution, fulfilling a need, solving a problem. And that's the reason that they became so wealthy. So if your state of mind is a little bit weak, make sure that you're focusing on the positive things in your life. Maybe your job right now is not so positive, but look at the other things in your life that are going well, so you don't go into the depression state. You focus on the things that are going well, and then all of a sudden you start noticing that now you're getting a call back, or now you're getting that interview, or somebody responded to that email of your resume that you sent.
1: So much, so much, everything. I agree with you. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to point out, because I think a lot of people, when we start talking about the law of manifestation and attraction, they don't realize that there's real science behind yeah. that. And, you know, and I love to tell people about the reticular activation <laughs> yeah. system. Because that's that little, I call it the gobagoo yeah. in the back of your head, right. that really filters in those, you know, we get 11 million pieces of information right. per second. Right. And we only can process about four to 500 bits of that. Right. And so, but how does our brain know what to look at?
0: And it's important to, well, the, the thing that I recognize is that the brain will respond to whatever conscious choices you make. So, for instance, even though I'm bombarded with information every single day, right now, we have data that's showing that our attention span has downgraded ourselves to the same as a goldfish, right? Nine seconds. So, and especially TikTok, you notice that it's so fast, right? Instagram, stories, all of the things. Right now we're training our bodies to become addicted to very quick information so fast that unfortunately it's exhausting. Yes. It's exhausting, video games, right? You got kids that are hooked into video games. So uh, the whole point to do is to take deep breaths. So whenever you're dealing with a lot of frustration, a lot of the input of information, deep breaths will allow you to center yourself, bring oxygen into the body, release carbon dioxide, which allows to feed your cells. And then all of a sudden, it lowers your mindset to the point that it just calms all of those thoughts. So then you can focus on the thoughts you want your brain to focus on. And that's the key. That's why meditation has become so popular because in meditation, the key point is that you close your eyes, which means that you're going to say goodbye to the external world. You're going to go into your internal world. And then you stay quiet and and, and breathe. And then you start focusing on your thoughts and try to calm those thoughts to the point that all you have is silence. And I've always said that the inner voices of the body are the ones that have the solutions. Whenever we're listening to the outer voices of everybody telling us their opinion, what we should be, what we should do, what we should have, that's when we get confused. That's when we get frustrated. But whenever we calm ourselves down and say, you know what, I know that they love me. They want the best for me. But you know what? My body knows best. Let me get back into that little inner voice, inner wisdom, I call it. That innate intelligence that has all the answers. And that's what I recommend people to do. And that's when they tend to find their solutions.
1: I I knew this was going to be such a great episode. And I love everything that you're saying. And I, I did want to share with you, too, one thing that I do each morning and each evening. Kind of going back, you're like, you look for the things that make you happy, that you can be grateful for. I have a gratitude journal. Yeah. And so I like to bookend my days with gratitude because if, if you write down what you're grateful for, you really can't be unhappy.
0: Right. Well, because you're focusing on the positive, mm-hmm. right? And the other thing is that now we have data that says that the last thoughts that you have before you go to sleep are usually the ones that your subconscious mind yes. will dwell So if all of a sudden you watch the news and it's negative or you all of a sudden have very difficult discussions with your partner right before going to bed or perhaps you're watching a movie that is a zombie movie or something like that, that's not what is recommended. I usually recommend people that at least two hours before you go to bed. Have a ritual in which you're calming your day, you're calming your mind, you're calming your heart, you're going into a peace. Read something that is inspirational. Watch a YouTube video that is inspirational. Have a conversation that is positive, like instead of, honey, you know, uh, what, was, what was so bad today? Or talk about the negative of today. Focus on making sure that you're only talking about the good things that happened. Tell me one thing, honey, that happened good today. That's a great way to frame a question yes. in which the answer is gonna be positive. Because if you leave it open-ended, most people will tend to go to the negative experiences before they go to the positive ones.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, how do you, what does your nighttime routine look like?
0: So the night routine for me is very important because we have a technology called BrainTap that has revolutionized the subconscious mind. It's a headset that has over two, 2,400 programs. So it's like meditations, 100 times more and you've seen it a lot on television and some of the biggest athletes in the world use it and influencers but what it is is that they have put over 45 years of research of frequencies and led lighting frequencies so you have the lights that stimulate the acupuncture points of the ear and the eyes and then you have the sequences of the sound and then you have dr patrick porter the founder that actually narrates it's like a guided meditation that any condition that you want to solve, pretty much you have it there and it, it has changed my life, Karen's life, my kids life, because we use it every single day and it just reprograms your brain. So for me, using that at night, it is priceless. The second thing is we have a product called Better Sleep, which we know that over hundred million Americans are now saying that they can't sleep at night mm-hmm. properly. So what we realized is that in order to properly sleep, you have to give the body the right nutrients, like gamma and some other ones that are critical for you to go into a deep sleep. So when you go into a deep sleep, what happens is that there's an indirect benefit, and that is that you produce uh, your human growth hormone, which decreases as we get older. So if you want an anti-aging solution, Sleep is critical because you can't look younger unless you're sleeping 8 to 10 hours a night. And a lot of people say, but I'm putting all the creams and I'm buying the best things and I'm getting facials done, but I'm getting three hours of sleep. It's not going to work. So going deep sleep is one of the greatest routines that we do. So we usually end up the evening with very positive information, positive inspirational reading doing the brain tap and then being able to go deep in our sleep so we wake up refreshed and ready to go
1: i love that and i have not heard of the brain tap oh. there's another one out there that i think is similar but not as in depth as that one that i was yeah. looking at i'm definitely going to check that yeah. out because i'm all about the you sleep. need to
0: have him on your call he's one of the world leading mental health experts in the world and his name is dr patrick porter and he is fascinating that. fascinating so i'll get him that. so you can have him on your show
1: that would be amazing yeah. Because, so I do a guided meditation every night just with the earbuds, you know, and I just noise canceling and, um, and then all the binaural beats and all that kind of stuff. And it's usually one of those that's designed to put you to sleep, but it continues after you go to sleep. So it's still talking to your subconscious, which is another way to program your brain. But I think that's so important and people laugh at me. I guard my sleep religiously. And if I don't get, I have to have eight hours of sleep, minimum seven though. You know, if I, if I don't have at least seven, I am worthless. Maybe not that first day, but it does catch up with me. Right. And so I totally I have a sleep app. I know my quality of my sleep. You know, I'm religious about tracking that stuff because I do think it's so important, just like you said.
0: And the challenge that we have today is so many people are struggling with that one thing that is so critical. So the challenge with the lack of sleep is also that it increases your cortisol level, which are your stress hormones. So what happens is that we don't you don't sleep enough, not just deep, but not enough. The problem is your cortisol levels break down your body. So that's not only one of the main causes of obesity, I was it's just the lack that's of sleep. Gain, that's it? being associated in many of the recent studies that the lack of sleep is directly potential to the weight that you have. Huh. So if people would just give themselves permission to sleep a little bit longer, but unfortunately, what do they do? They they, they, they serve the web, right? That's one of the things a lot of people do, or they watch and they go into the binging of watching Netflix or Prime or yeah. any of the television shows that you get, Every show, you want to watch the next one and you want to watch the next one. And you just, until three o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh, I got to get up at (laughs) six o'clock. I have an eight o'clock appointment. And that is not a healthy behavior.
1: No, not at all. So I definitely want to spend some time. You have your, um, the Fab Life Mentorship Program. We kind of mentioned mentors earlier, but you know, talk to us a little bit about this, what it looks like, and what are your thoughts on the importance of having a mentor?
0: Well, it's interesting because since I've had I've been CEO of many companies, and I have four companies of my own. Uh, over the years, over the last seven years, I've had many influential people, CEOs, providers that are looking for ways to bring efficiency and effectiveness into their life, bring more joy into their life, mm-hmm. transition, have an exit plan, all of the things that many times we are not taught in school, you know, those are the things that are very critical. you know, Stephen Covey. When he wrote the book seven habits of highly effective people he said one one principle that has been a founding principle for me and that is begin with the end in mind when people begin their journey with an understanding of what is it that they want to end their journey with it makes all the difference in the world so for me all i do is i mentor ceos that are really having struggles with how to manage their executives, how to manage their boards if they have a board, because I've had very successful experiences in that space, or individuals that wanna be entrepreneurs, that wanna just be more successful. And then what I realized is that when these people come together, we mastermind together to support one another. So now, whether you are a $5 billion company or a $100 million company, or even a $100,000 company, you're benefiting from all of that knowledge from each other so that's an added benefit to be part of the mentorship
1: that is so wonderful so i want to talk a little bit about your book real quick (laughs) the power of self-healing unlock the natural healing potential in 21 days i I definitely want to give you some space for this because this is a fantastic book and you know i know we're all about the self-healing and the holistic approaches and this book definitely attacks that. So um, how long has this been out and where do people find it?
0: So this has been out for 10 years and it became no an international bestseller all around the world. It's number one in over 12 countries. It's translated in over 10 languages. Wow! And, uh, and the reason, uh, one of the things is that Dr. Phil had me on his show 10 years ago. And he's like, I want to tell the world what you've done for me. I want to feature you on my show. And from there, it was so successful that I became a guests on his show constant and then the doctors and fox news and many others but the purpose of this book is is my fourth book and what i wanted to bring as a gift to the world is the the gift of empowerment when it comes to healing most of us feel victims to our disease and what i wanted to teach people not to be afraid of the disease embrace the disease but don't become a victim of it Recognize that the body has healing potential that you haven't tapped into yet. Be open-minded that when one door shuts down and somebody says to you, you know, Casey, we don't have a solution for you. You're gonna have to learn to live with this disease every single day of your life for the rest of your life. You yourself will say, you know what? Thank you for your opinion. I'm gonna seek out another opinion Mm -hmm. and go find out something else. And that's what I've been trying to uh, share with people for over 35 years. But in this book, the basic component is I interviewed over 50 people that were able to heal when they were told not that they were not going to be able to heal. And I started interviewing and finding out what was it that healed them. And it boiled down to three things that the body heals physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And also each one of those things, I broke it down to the key components of that, What does the science say over the years? What do we have scientific validation for? What is it that we do know that works today? So physically, it's very simple. There's three things that actually help you heal physically more than anything. Number one, the foods that we eat, because food is health. If you feed the body the right food, the right ingredients, the body is able to give you better healing. Exercise, because exercise activates your brain, but also increases the circulation of the body, which is where all of these nutrients are flowing through. So it's like highways, right? If you block the highway, that that nutrient is not gonna get to the cell and your body's gonna break down and it's gonna get ill. So when you exercise, it's one of the best uh, things that you can do for your health. And then lastly, is don't just get stuck with traditional medicine anytime always have a non-traditional doctor like a chiropractor a naturopath a homeopath an acupuncturist a nutritionist these are people that can help you be able to be healthy
1: you know i have a friend a really good friend that went through some health trauma for about a year and the doctors just kept giving her more medicine more medicine more medicine and finally she said enough yeah and she went on a holistic journey and she left the country for about six months to do explore those natural healing methods. And when she came back, she was a changed woman. Right. It was amazing.
0: Well, because I think it empowers you, right? I think that a lot of times people don't realize that right now, mental health is a big topic out in the, in, in the world because of the pandemic and the after effect. We call it the long COVID effects. So in mental health, in my book, I realized that there were three emotions that actually are the most healing emotions that science has proven. Number one is forgiveness. You have to let go of those resentments. you got to let go of those arguments that you had in the past. You have to let go of those uh, feelings that can change the chemistry in the body and make you sick. The second one is gratitude. you got to focus on what you have and not always focus on what you wish you had and comparing yourself to people. I always tell people, anytime you compare yourself to somebody, it's the biggest disservice that you do to your self-worth because you were not meant to be like anybody else. And lastly is self-love. You have to love yourself despite of anybody else loving you. Most of the time people don't love themselves enough so they get into toxic relationships. They get into job situations in which their supervisors take advantage of them because they allow it you know? So if you want to be a great employee, love yourself enough that your self-worth is so high that everybody around you is going to pick up on it and they're going to ask you to want to do more, pay you more money, give you better positions within the same company. So those are the three emotions that actually help you self-heal from an emotional perspective.
1: I think that's beautiful. I could sit here and talk to you all day. I really could. I hate that we only have like 30 minutes. And so I also want to call out your Chicken Soup for the Chiropractic Soul. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. Chicken Soup for the Soul obviously is a long standing you know, staple for so many households with yeah. Mark Victor Hansen. And that's just incredible that you were able to participate in that.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because, as you know, English is my second language. So this was my first best selling book. And uh, when Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield asked me to write it, I said no, because I'm like, you know, English is my second language. I can't write all of these excuses. Mm-hmm. But I always believed that everybody should write a book because it's a beautiful experience. And I finally got out of my comfort zone and said, yes, I would do it. And we did it within three months and we sold over 400,000 copies within the first two years. And uh, what I wanted to do with that book, and this is really what's important about anything that you write about or anything, blog or video, anything that we do, what is the intention behind it? So to me, I wanted chiropractic, which is a profession that is so beneficial to people, but is very misunderstood in the marketplace. I wanted to bring the stories of our patients into a medium that was respected. Chicken soup is the number one book series in the world, over 600 million books they have sold. I happen to be one out of the 170 titles that they have. And I wanted to bring the credibility of chicken soup with the value of the chiropractic message from their patients. And we selected 100 stories and it was an instant success because each story inspires you to recognize that the body has the ability to heal itself, that when you support your nervous system, by a gentle adjustment of the spine, you're actually supporting every organ in the body because the nervous system supports every system of the body. And the last one, which is when you deal with chiropractic care, you're not worried so much about managing your symptoms, you're gonna focus all your energy in getting to the root cause of your problem, which means not only your symptoms get better, but you're also gonna get rid of that illness for the rest of your life.
1: So amazing. My dad used to, when we were little, he went to a chiropractor back when it wasn't really popular. Yeah. Everybody thought that was like, ooh, that's, that's, that's woo-woo, you know. but he did, and you know, it really helped him not only with you because know, he had a rib that kept popping out, and not only helped him with that, but it helped him with his depression. He has post-traumatic stress syndrome, and so it really would help mitigate that as well. Um, we are almost out of time, and I can't <laughs> believe this went by so fast normally i would ask our three vip questions but i don't think i'm gonna have time but i do want to ask you one okay so what is one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success
0: so every morning i would say the first thing that i do is to exercise i have conditioned myself over the last 15 years to make sure and i learned that lesson from tony robbins 27 years ago he said something that really impressed upon me an important lesson and that is That when you change your physiology, you can change your state of mind much quicker. So whenever you go work out first thing in the morning, now that I know the science of the brain, you're actually activating your brain to the point that it will give you their full potential from the beginning of the morning, especially if you do it first thing in the morning. And that activation of the brain allows your mindset to prepare for that day better than anything else. Before you do your meditation, your, you know, your inspirational moment, before you do your good nutrition in the morning, you wanna exercise because that morning exercise will set the, temp, the foundation for that day to be the most successful day that you can have.
1: You wanna know something? I think you may be the sole person on this planet that just motivated me to exercise in the morning. It's, <laughs> it all the it's all about it the brain. It's all about the brain. It would change your
0: life. Some of the most successful people, when you study their lifestyle choices, that is the one thing that they do. Wake up first thing in the morning and hit the gym or do whatever exercise they want to do. Run, bicycle, whatever. But the bicycle, way you whatever. just
1: explained it, because you know I'm all about the brain.
0: Yeah.
1: And if it's going to take care of my brain, I'm going to have to do it. Great. Yeah. Now I've got to get up even earlier <laughs> and go to bed earlier. <laughs> that is the key.
0: Get up. To be consistent, you have to do it in a way that it doesn't disrupt any other potential distraction. So if you get up early enough before your partner, before your children, before anybody else in the world, your clients, then that's a the time that you control. So that's what we do. We get up first thing in the morning. We exercise first thing in the morning. And then by the time we finish, it's like 7, 7.30. People are just getting up, mm-hmm. you know, and then starting to hit your emails and your texting and all of that. So that by that time, you've already taken care of you. Because this is the key. If you don't take care of you first thing in the morning, how do you feel that you're going to have the ammunition, the energy, the resources to take care of anybody else? Whether it's your family, your, your, uh, uh, your clients, etc.? And what happens, especially women, I've noticed a lot of women put everybody in front of them to the point that they wake up first thing in the morning thinking about their children, their husband, the, the house, you know, the responsibilities, right? Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to spend the first hour, the first two hours of the day on me, I'm going to pamper myself, feel myself so much that I'm going to be able to give everything I got and do everything that I can. And that way they won't be wearing out so quickly that by the end of the day, all they want to do is get a hot bath because they need to tune in, tune out everything. That's not healthy. You don't want to exhaust yourself to that point. You want to actually feed yourself so much in the morning that you got plenty on your body bank account and your mental bank account to be able to give and give as much as you can that day.
1: I agree 100%. You're going to be
0: exercising. I feel I, you're going to start You know, start I get up early. I, yeah, I do spend I that do first yeah. two hours on myself yeah. and
1: my brain and my reading just and all that. Just 20 to 30 I just minutes. just don't exercise. 20
0: to 30 minutes. I want minutes, to. Minutes, It'll make you you hold
1: difference. me accountable. Okay, perfect. You text me and say, did you exercise? Okay. And then I'll feel bad the first time. I am. And the <laughs> second time, I will make sure I get it done. So <laughs> how do people find you? Because you know they're going to want to talk to you.
0: Well, if they go to my website, drfabmancini.com, D-R-F-A-B-M-A-N-C-I-N-I.com, uh, pretty much they have all the resources. And they have great resources them to better themselves, to be able to follow me wherever I am, or what events I'm having, where I'm speaking, uh, what television shows I'm doing, what radio shows I'm doing, etc., Uh, Because my, my, my life right now is about giving, contributing, helping people, especially deal with this unprecedented time that people are struggling with and remind them that every day is a new day to start again. Let's not worry about, you know, if right now you failed over the last three weeks, four weeks trying to find a job, whatever the case may be, your frustration, just realize that every day is a blank canvas and make the choice today to do something a little bit different than you did yesterday, because most people don't realize that they keep doing the same things, expecting different results, and that will never work. You got to be different today, a different person that you showed up as yesterday to have a different outcome. So every day counts. Make good choices today, and that will determine your future.
1: Thank you so much for being here with us on our 200th episode. Um, I, just a quick call to action, everyone. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we would love it if you would hit that like button and subscribe. Um, viewers are very important to us. And we want to continue offering such great inspiration to you for another 200 episodes. But for now, I have one last thing to say to you. You are a VIP. Thank you.